0: Who were the
1: stars of the TV series family? Can you name any of the stars of the TV series family? What's family? It was a TV series called Family. I believe Christy McNichol was one of the stars. Christy McNichol. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hi, everyone. I'm Ian Boothby. And I'm David Dedrick. Hey, we're doing this again. Uh, Welcome (laughs) to Sneaky Dragon, episode 418. Okay. We've
0: only done it 417 other times, you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Again, as people used to say, practice makes perfect. Uh, We We, have proven them wrong. We
0: are the exception to that rule.
1: Yeah, there's the two sayings. There's the uh, uh, practice makes perfect. Yeah. There's also uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing uh, over and over again, expecting different results. Hmm. And yeah. so uh isn't that also rehearsal? Isn't that also practice? <laughs> well, no. Don't you expect to get better by uh practicing? So you're doing the scales. Yeah. So it's not the, you're the same the
0: result scal- then cuz you if you're getting better, you're getting you're you are not getting the same results. But you, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again
1: and expecting different ex- results. Ex- expecting I
0: don't think there's a different result. I think I
1: that's how it goes. All right, tell me what the phrase could be. I don't be know other. what it is. That's what it is.
0: I feel like you like, paraphrase it in thing. a way okay. that's convenient.
1: Uh, everything, yeah, it's, it's doing the same <laughs> okay. thing over and over again, yeah. expecting a different result, which yeah. you will get if yeah. you rehearse. You will always get uh, incrementally better. Yeah. So that's wrong. No, no, that's not. But insanity is not. is repeating the same actions over and over again. Yeah. Expecting different results. No, expecting the this... No, you wouldn't expect the same results because oh, you wouldn't do the same thing over. It feels like again. you're seeing it the wrong. The idea is uh like here's, you're seeing it here's wrong. where you would here's where you would have heard it. Yeah. Uh would be Chuck Jones talking about the coyote. Yeah. And the coyote repeats the same actions over and over again. Yeah. He keeps trying to catch the roadrunner. Yeah. Uh but he's insane because he expects a different result each time.
0: Yeah. But No, no, no. He he expects a particular result.
1: No. Right? He doesn't expect a
0: different result. Like, he doesn't expect one day to get a pie, and the next time, an umbrella to fall down, and then a day later, a mouse to run across in front of him. He expects to succeed in what he's trying to do.
1: All right. I'm looking up the definition of insanity. Okay. (laughs) And I say, the state of being mentally ill. Well, not the real one. Just put in. Here, here's, here, right, here is what uh, they say it is. This is from salon.com. Okay. It's an article about it, saying it's the most overused cliche of all, and I've become Jack Benny for some reason. (laughs)
0: So, Rochester. Here's
1: what people say. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, And also, people uh, attribute uh, the quote to Albert Einstein. Oh. Okay. Uh, So, here we go. Uh, the definition of insanity yeah. is repeating the same actions over and over again and expecting different results. Really? That is what? But that doesn't make. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I've got a couple of different I mean, sorts, what is, what is, why is that the
0: here? definition of insanity then? I mean, if you repeat something and get a different result, that is not, that is not unexpected.
1: People have uh, uh, attributed it to. Uh, yeah. George Bernard Shaw, Samuel Beckett, yeah. uh, George A. Kelly, uh, Rita Mae Brown, John yeah. Yeah. uh Werner Earhart, Albert Einstein, Alanon. Yeah.
0: I would say that all those people should sue for a slander because it's a dumb expression that makes no sense. Like I thought it meant it was the idea that you'd be doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting, like, say, say I said, you know, say every time I picked up the phone, I got sprayed in the ear by some water. Every time. Okay. But I kept doing it, expecting to not get sprayed by water. That's a definition of insanity. But to me, it doesn't make sense. That, like what you're saying, the idea that if you rehearse every day, but I suppose you're not repeating yourself. You are improving. So it's not really repeating the yeah, same Al-Anon action. Yeah, Al-Anon
1: does use it. Narcotics Anonymous do use it. Uh, and well, they're on
0: drugs. Of course they're going to say something dumb like that.
1: Well, there we go. Anyway, good luck, uh, everybody, with uh, your sobriety. <laughs>
0: Oh, is that right? If I destroy. By the way, I've destroyed Eleanor. I think the idea, of course, there is
1: you feel like, uh, you know, alcohol has never given me happiness, Mm -hmm. but if I keep drinking, it will eventually give me happiness, which. It won't. That's true, unless of course you practice so much you get yeah. really good at alcohol.
0: Isn't Al-Anon the organization for partners yes, of? Yes, it is. Of, this is of, not from uh,
1: Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah, this is from Al-Anon. That's right. So I think so that perhaps that one is like you—you you expect to to uh, enable uh, somebody, yeah. and that they will change their behavior. They'll change
0: their behavior, yeah. even though you're doing this. You're just yeah. It's a,
1: it's a quote from the uh, the earliest match they've got specifically is. Uh, pamphlets from Al-Anon and Narcotics Anonymous from 1981. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, some people do think it is, uh, the next one is George Bernard Shaw, they believe, uh, said it, but uh, as we've, as we've explained, it's all bullshit. Also, <laughs> Dave, so bullshit. Yes, haste makes waste. Yes. And yet, a uh, stitch in time. Saves nine. It saves nine. I don't think those ca- counter each other at all. I guess not. How about these two though? Okay. Haste makes waste, yeah. yet, yes. yet mm-hmm. he who hesitates is lost.
0: <sighs> yeah, but you have to look before you leap.
1: Yeah, but a stitch in time saves nine. <laughs> you just
0: threw that. <laughs> well, a stitch in time st- saves nine. It's not, about, it's not about haste or waste or whatever. It's about d- doing something to repair something before it gets worse. So a stitch in time saves you nine stitches later on. Right. So if you tear your pants and it needs a stitch to fix it... And you put it off until it tears further, then you'll have to do more more work to repair it. Or let's
1: it. just say you got injured at work and didn't go to the doctor, mm-hmm. where you would have gotten one stitch. Yeah. And yet, you yeah. came and did a podcast, <laughs> yeah. bled out, yeah. and then we had to take you to the hospital, and then you had to have nine stitches. That's That'd it. be a more relevant example.
0: I don't know if it's relevant, because it's never happened, but...
1: Mm-hmm. All right, I, fair I, enough. <laughs> Now, Dave. Yes, sir. Um, we were, uh, we've just done another one of our podcasts. We're not going to say what it was about, but yeah. we did an episode of the Fansplainers. Sure did. Uh, where we go over a movie and we break it down. Yeah. Uh, we look at the Wikipedia page. We read it out loud. We don't pay Wikipedia a dime. doesn't <laughs> seem the right thing to do, but we do do it, um, and that was enjoyable, doing that, talking about a movie. You'll yeah. see what that is next week. Yes. It'll come out next week. That is you can, right. uh, The last one that we've put up was Motherless Brooklyn. That yeah. is there along with all the past episodes, but we took a break. Because uh, we're running a little tight tonight, because you came in a little later tonight. Yeah. Um. Uh. We we had pizza upstairs. That was very nice. We're enjoying a slice of pizza. We're watching uh, Civil War, mm-hmm. uh, Captain America: Civil War, yeah. with commercials, even though <laughs> we've got it on DVD. I think we have a digital download of it, and it's available on and Disney Plus. Yeah. Yet we're watching it with commercials. Uh,
0: I didn't say anything, but that's for a good point.
1: no fucking reason. But anyway, we're enjoying our pizza. Yeah. And then you say, "You know, I was reading the paper this morning. I was reading the paper. And both this me morning. and my wife went papers. Yeah, that's that. that People, that, what? That still exists. And well, you said, you... I tip my newsboy. I looked at the headline <laughs> and uh, it, uh, put, it put me on my ear. You said, and it... uh, and, you, and you you were talking about oh, what? Uh, okay, what was amiss there?
0: Well, it was weird. Okay, so I, I like to read. I like to read the paper in the morning. It's part of my morning ritual. I get up at three in the morning and I spend four hours reading the paper. No, I get up and I, I while well, I'm eating my breakfast, my cereal, my breakfast cereal, raisin bran most days, I will uh, read the paper. And so today, I was taken by two articles in the entertainment part of the the uh, the, the paper I subscribe to. Uh, I subscribe to because it has a, a good sports section. It used to be better, but it's still pretty good. But it, but lately they've been putting in like this uh, uh, a page called the Dish. Okay. And it's full of Hollywood gossip. It's not a cooking one. It's not a cooking one. It's just full of Hollywood gossip. It dishes out on, okay. then this Hollywood, all, all those people, you know, the Kardashians, So I don't think are Hollywood, but there's somehow we know who they are. And other people like that. So sometimes it'll be like, Cardi B tells so-and-so such-and-such, or so-and-so is mad at who's in the thingy. But today there is two articles, one on one page and one on the other. And one, and what I thought was interesting was that, well, let me read them to you. One is a condemnation, I think. Someone has to defend themselves. And this article is about popular kicking soccer ball, popular actor come soccer ball, Leonardo DiCaprio. So the, the headline is, Age Gap Okay for Leo's Girlfriend.
1: Okay. It
0: says, Leo DiCap- Leonardo DiCaprio's model girlfriend, Camilla Morone, has defended the 23-year age gap between herself and the actor, insisting anyone should be able to date who they want to date. Okay. The 22-year-old beauty spoke to the Los Angeles Times about her relationship with the 45-year-old Once Upon a Time in Hollywood star Right, and said she doesn't concern herself with their vast differences in age.
1: But they concern themselves with that she's a beauty. That just seems a weird thing to call someone. She's a beauty. This beautiful. Not, not like this beautiful. Yeah, it's just a beauty. Yeah. You know what I mean? That That feels a little weird. There's
0: so many relationships in Hollywood and in the history of the world where people have large age gaps, she said. I just think anyone should be able to date who they want to date. However, Maroney admitted that if she wasn't in the relationship herself, she probably would be curious about it, too.
1: What would she be curious about?
0: Well, just wh- how does it work? Such a large age gap between two people. 23 years. Okay. How could this dog, this Leonardo DiCaprio fellow, be dating this sweet, young, innocent woman? It's terrible.
1: And <laughs> also, is this a surprise? Like, he's always dated <laughs> yes. models and whatnot. <laughs> And it's like, again, I get the, I get the, you know, ease factor, but. Okay, but you tell me the second one, and then we'll see if
0: uh, yeah, yeah. So then I
1: see, see what's because I think context is coming. Am I right? Yeah, you throw me a little context. Sure. Be like Leonardo so, DiCaprio like rescues some animals, and we're going to balance it out. We're oh, like, yeah. That's no. why she's going out with him because uh-huh. the guy rescues animals. Well, sure. Like he saved the life of a horse.
0: Well, no, actually. Okay. So I turn. I look on the next page. Next that,
1: page. You turn in the page. i do not even
0: turning the page. I'm just looking on. There's facing pages. This I can news, look at you, one. You, I can look at the, in the other. You're your
1: head and you've gone. What does the next what page does have this to say? bring me? Okay, and then it what says, happens? Johnny
0: Galecki yeah. and GF welcome new son. Big Bang Theory star Johnny Galecki is a new dad. The 44-year-old former child star and his longtime girlfriend, Elena Meyer, 21, mm-hmm. have welcomed their son Avery. And the actor took to Instagram on Wednesday to share the happy news. With full and grateful hearts, we welcome our beautiful son, into this incredible world, he captured a shot of the, the tot holding his parents' hands. Thank you for all of your love and support. There's no mention there that there's a 23-year-old, 23, 23-year age gap, but also she's 21, and she's described as a long-time girlfriend.
1: Yeah, which would be illegal then.
0: Like, no, if she it's really, not illegal. If she's
1: really a long-time girlfriend, Yeah, this is illegal. Depends if how, it I don't know what the If it goes past 18, age... then no? yes. Yeah?
0: 18 is the age of consent? I think so, yeah. Where? In America. No, it's state to state. Uh-huh so it's not it's not a federal law it's a state state law,
1: okay, yeah, you know what here's the thing I want to look this up, go ahead, but I don't want to look it up on my computer. <laughs> no. I don't want to have on my computer what's the age of consent
0: i can look- I'll look it up, okay if you want me to
1: in America in the Americas
0: in the Americas
1: that's just such a creepy question. no,
0: yes, I was right, wasn't I <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. No, no, this can't be right. This is very true. No, no. Okay, wait a second. I got North America here. And okay. No. Okay, the thing that I'm seeing is not real. That's not real. Okay, so let's go. Uh, Why is it not real? Because it said 12, and that's wrong. That's 100% wrong. Oh, that can't be right. Okay, there we go. Uh, United States, the age of consent laws are made at the state, territorial, and federal districts. Boop. All right. Yeah, that's right. There exist several f- federal statutes related to protecting minors uh, from sexual predators, None of them imposes an age limit on sexual acts. Ooh, gross. Uh, okay. Well, it's
0: more for it's more for the kid. It's more for teenagers okay. who are engaging in such activity. All right. As of which, August, by the way, okay. I tried to do when I was a teenager. Okay.
1: As of August first, two thousand eighteen, yeah. the age of consent in each state in the United States was either sixteen years of age, yeah. seventeen years of age, mm-hmm. or eighteen years of age. Yeah. The most common age of consent is sixteen. Yeah. That's so that could be, like, someone who's, like, 30 could go out with someone who's, like, 16, and yeah. that's... uh That's yeah, horrible. That's... Uh, I don't like that idea fucking, myself. Uh, it's fucking, fucking awful. I yeah.
0: thought it was gross when a girl in g- junior high school was going out with a guy in his in his early 20s. I thought that was gross as a teenager. Okay, of course, so, those people seem really old, So let's old break too. it down.
1: Why do you think... Is it is it that the two different sections of the paper have different opinions? Yeah, as in, yeah. Like, one is the, hey, you know, this is the earlier thought... This is the scandalous shit that we're going to get you talking about. This is clickbait. This is clickbait, and then the other one is more feel-good story. This is the angry clickbait. Let me just say...
0: The DiCaprio story was on the. It was in the kind of standard news part of the entertainment section. Okay. The Johnny Galecki one was in the dish section. It was in the gossipy one. So it really wasn't the clickbaity. The clickbaity one is the gossipy one. I would. Assume, I would say. Okay. That's full of like who's fighting whom and who, who's having a tiff with what and blah blah blah. The other one is sort of like your more generic entertainment news, obviously. But I feel like that's a pretty judgy article about Leonardo DiCaprio. You see, here's here's the, the idea thing. that his girlfriend has to defend herself. Yeah. against these accusations whereas in the other one we have johnny galecki and his girlfriend celebrating the birth of their son right where they're still also also a 23 Do you year think that gap.
1: the angle there is this is that because let's just go with the idea that the newspaper are prudes they're the kind of prudes that like they're prudes but they like sex they like to talk about they sex, like titillation they're a steve harvey they got the family feud thing and every answer to every Fucking question is dirty yeah he knows it's dirty yeah. but the second someone says a dirty thing he looks outraged like yeah, he yeah. just was in church and <sighs> someone someone said <laughs> boobs and he's like outraged oh. it's like this is your show man yeah this is all your show yeah. is uh grandma doing the nasty yeah that's what it is don't look and, and he never looks shocked at the board really well sometimes he does but he's always shocked at the person saying it yeah yeah and it's like no, shame on you, Steve Harvey. Isn't that the shtick? Shame right? on you. Isn't but that you, the shtick? But I think this is the way America feels about things. Yeah. Now, oh, we, yes. we, Is this a Canadian paper? Or? This is
0: the Canadian paper, it's yeah. A Canadian but paper, it's but it's but probably it's taking, American It's stories. taking the feeds from the American story. Yeah, that's that's is, what it feels like. This is probably like put together somewhere because the else. a Canadian and,
1: paper wouldn't give two shits about this unless Anna Green Gables was involved. <laughs> um Okay, so here's what I think the 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 deal is is like because Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and this uh, and this woman who this beauty yeah that beauty Ugh. she's a model uh, I feel bad that I don't know her Kent's name Beauty oh.
0: something Maroney sorry I can't okay, remember
1: Maroney uh, they're having sexy good time fun good for them okay they're having sexy good time fun yep. and and as as Americans yeah we cannot approve of such things no we can't our we we background we want to know about it yeah we like to see a movie about it sure. We'd like to put it on our computer yeah. and uh, enjoy it, yeah. but but we can't uh, endorse it yet. This other couple here, sure. same age thing. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, but they're having a baby. Yeah, well that's a family. Oh, that's fine. That's a family. They're sure. not the, the 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 sex has stopped. <laughs> <laughs> for at least a couple of months, so we know that. Yeah. So we're not going to begrudge. I know he's wasting them. precious time. We're not going to begrudge them now. They got a family. We got to look at them and go like, "Well, it's the kid." We're not going to say it in front of the kid either. Like we can't go like, "Hey, you had a kid? Shame on you." Yeah. Hey, shame, child. You know what? You have made me think for a second here. Like he's had a baby with this woman. Yeah. She's out of commission
0: for like a, a few months, a year. She's going to be an old crone like Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend in a year.
1: Yeah. Well, like he's got to Kampere dump her. O, He's got a recycling bin out back.
0: He's, Johnny Galecki's got to dump this gal and move on. That's sad. sad I
1: think I think it's uh, it's almost the reverse of what it used to be. Like, first of all, you would not have uh, th- there wouldn't be an article about Galecki and and his what is it his wife girlfriend girlfriend. Okay, well there. Okay, so we are. We're not even going with the marriage stuff. We're just... Everyone's everyone's having marriage. Okay. Yeah. So it's Galecki and his girlfriend again. I'm not using their names and I feel bad about this, but what are you going to do? Um, uh, because he's nerdy. Because he's nerdy. He, play, well, of, he plays a nerd on TV. He plays a nerd... Because he's... Yeah. He's played a nerd a couple of times Yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh, an outsider weirdo. Yeah. Um, we... You can't go like, oh, they're having... Crazy, sexy, good time, fun. <laughs> okay, uh, you might have look at this nerdy creep who's with a pretty young girl. Sure, shame on them. But we've empathized so much with him on the show, the TV show, where he dates a pretty girl on the show. Yeah, oh, that's okay. That's okay. We're gonna we're gonna cut it some slack. But they're not having crazy, sexy fun like Leonardo DiCaprio and his model. <laughs> that, that guy's a
0: wolf on Wall yeah, Street. Yeah, that
1: guy. Uh, no, no, no he was, dice.
0: See where he was getting that cocaine from in the but movie. But I think
1: like back in the day, it used to be. They would ignore they would ignore the age gap if you uh, you just had to make sure one thing and that's you're attractive. Then mm-hmm. we're okay with that. yeah, they for were, sure. Then we're cool with it. Well, that's uh, that's
0: a certainty in every walk of life. Right. For sure.
1: Yeah, it really helps. Like no matter what you do. In fact, if you're involved in a scandal in any way, I can't uh, emphasize this enough. Please be attractive. Oh my gosh. Could please. you please? Yeah.
0: We don't want unattractive people yeah involved in anything to be yeah yeah, if you do
1: something untoward and bad yeah uh you know look i mean uh, and again they kind of cleared johnny depp recently of you know all, all all that scandal but the guy was working regular you know yeah. while people all thought the worst yeah and it's like well yeah, he's a well, good look he's a good looking guy sure you know but uh some other guys who are not as good looking here's your hat and uh, out the door, there he, you go Did he get cleared of all the... Basically, yeah, oh, okay. it, it came across that Like, his partner was uh, Yeah, abusive And, uh, yeah Making it, up gets, some stories it gets pretty, and, it gets pretty yeah. dark, yeah oh, But, okay. yeah, that's basically the way hmm. That played out, and if I'm wrong Please let me know yeah. about that Also, but, she s-
0: snuck a dog into Australia
1: Yeah, that was not great No, not nice to do that No, they got those laws for a reason
0: Yes, that's right Yeah,
1: um <laughs> yeah it's and it's 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 tough bringing up you know things you know it's like because there's so many people who are comedians who have been involved in such scandals but they're like dweeby dudes mm. so like when a, when when they do a creep move yeah. you know fair enough get them on the creep move yeah. call them on the creep move and if sure. they can't answer for the creep move yeah, fuck off yeah but if it's a good looking person especially you know mr handsome actor or what have you mm-hmm. then huh well we to yeah. do yeah you know it's all it's all right that's fine. We're mm-hmm. good with it. But there's, yeah, this real, uh, towards, uh, the unattractive. And I think that that's, uh, in, in this case, because it's, it's flipping around because this guy is not as attractive as a Leonardo DiCaprio. It, things are, things are a little different. They're a little bit. Different.
0: Yeah. That's interesting that you say that because now I was reading something. I might have been a tweet, which I'm not going to say this is an absolute gospel truth, but this person was saying that unattractive people are more likely to be called on, on har- harassment in the workplace. Whereas more attractive people, it's, you know, it's given as, like, this guy's just making a pass or attempting to, you know what I mean? Yeah. This, but whereas unattractive person is more likely to get harassment complaints about them for doing the same thing. So that does seem like an unfair, you know, thing going on. Here's I keep here's, saying thing, but unfair situation. Here's,
1: here's an example of where I think it, it kind of goes. And, like, okay. let's look at the one of the most evil pieces of shit that's out there. And that's, like, a Harvey Weinstein. So that's okay. a evil piece of shit. Okay. A horrible horrible fucking guy yeah and you look at his actions and he was a casting couch rapist like full on that's that's the situation like sure um and i'm saying that sorry allegedly um <laughs> but absolutely allegedly evil so what he has done that is evil yeah are his uh he, of course you know sexually assaulting women yeah. the intimidation yeah. that he's done uh Fending harassing people uh yeah uh, uh and just the horrible things like that. And when you look at the people that, uh, online made fun of him, or comedians or yeah. what have you, do they go, do they go after that? Some do. Yeah. And good for them. But most of them go with, uh, look at this fat fuck. Yeah. Look at this unattractive guy. Who gives a shit if he's, if he's attractive or not? Yeah. 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 That has nothing to do with it. But yeah. the uh, idea, the, the thinking then it, is that if he was attractive, he could get with these actresses
0: all that's year, right it'd be fine it'd be fine then the
1: problem is that this guy who's unattractive yeah is trying to do this stuff and i'm like no yeah. no no any fucking person yeah that would do this this sure. is absolutely wrong yeah yeah but and so yeah it's like it's it's tough because recently i've had there's two people i know in the industries i'm involved in one in the comics industry and one in uh comedy yeah um And both have uh, been accused at different levels of sexual assault. Sure. And in both cases, it went along for a very, very, very long time. And in both cases, to me, I had not heard of these things. I legitimately had not heard of these things. If I hear about this kind of stuff, I will call this stuff out. There's someone else you know, in the industry who I may have talked about before, who I tried to call out that people didn't believe it. And they still work in the industry. And it really bugs me to this day. And I won't work for... The companies that work with this person. Okay. Um, but this person, uh, the, in the, in the improv industry, uh, was a good friend of mine. Okay. And as someone I had not seen in maybe 10 years or so. Okay. And I just found out that, uh, you know, that they had uh, sexually assaulted another friend of mine and she f- came out and reported it. And, and yeah, this had, I get the feeling that this was kind of, woofed, you know, or other things that happened. That were kind of woofed because they were an attractive person. They were Mm. kind of a manly man. Okay. They were kind of, you know, man's man. And so, well, that's just them being them. Yeah. And, and, and now it's just so disturbing to me, you know. And I think like, yeah, if he was a less attractive person, I think it would have been called out immediately. Mm. And that would have been, that would have been the end of that. Sure. Because he fit the kind of stereotype of a person that you would, uh, you know, that you would go like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of sure. that kind of guy, roustabout about guy, yeah. good time guy out her,
0: at a bar. Her uh, lips said no but her eyes said yes.
1: A little bit, yeah. And that and yeah. you know, he um he contacted me with like some weird weird emails, you know, kind of trying to get in touch. And 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 that happens sometimes when you've got a friend who you haven't seen in a while. And so that that part isn't weird, but it was like really wanted um to to kind of he was making very complimentary, overly complimentary. About things I've been doing. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. And then, and then I just felt something was amiss. And then he would, he would bring up things about, have you heard what's going on, uh, with me and the company? Oh, yeah. They, uh, you know, they let me go. It's outrageous. It's just completely outrageous. And he was like talking about how outrageous and shocking and, and all this was. And I, and this is a huge red flag to me because anytime anyone that I know is accused of something and it's not, I didn't do it. Yeah. That's that's the right answer is. Yeah. They've said I did this. I just want to tell you, I swear to God, I did not do this. Sure. Okay. But how if,
0: many times he's heard me say that?
1: That's right. But if the but if what they say is, can you believe they accused me of this? Well, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> that's the wrong right. thing to say. That's yeah. not what people do when they're do yeah. when they're falsely accused. If yeah. I didn't steal something from a store yeah. and someone goes and goes, Did you put something in your pocket? I don't go, how dare you? And if you see someone at the door of a store going, yeah. what? You s- I have come to this store for 15 years, and I have never in my life yet. Yeah, they stole the fucking thing. <laughs> Instead of, sure, look at my pocket. No. Yeah, yeah. Or just, no, I didn't. Yeah. No. OK, go ahead. Take a look. Or no. And you know what? It bugs me that you're asking me this. But yes, yeah. OK, there. Uh, so yeah, he was doing that. And so that was like, ugh. And then, but I didn't ask him like, so what did they accuse you of? You know? And, but then he, he also wrote me and said, Hey, remember this time? And it was like the person who made the accusation to him. Remember that time that person uh, sexually harassed us? Do you remember that? Just out of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, no, I don't. (laughs) And you know, it was one of those, uh, work environments where there was, uh like a lot of sexual joking sure and there was because we were uh kind of in theater there was it's
0: like my work environment
1: there you go there's probably less nudity at your work environment or i don't mm. know maybe you guys changed together i don't know but it's like here's the thing there's yeah. very few people that i've worked with that i have not at some point seen naked Just yeah because you change together you're around it's together. a very intimate it's setting, a very right? intimate setting yeah and you the theater know theater
0: was in a back alley everyone
1: yes and there there you might be saying too much about the name of the theater with that <laughs> saying <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of, like, uh, dark jokes and sure. dirty jokes. Yeah, yeah, And there was a sexual energy and and people did They're hook young. up with each other. That's right. People They're young did, people. People did hook up with people. I was involved with someone that was in the company yeah. um, for and a bad relationship, but I was there. So there, there was sure. that kind of yeah. stuff going on. But yeah, he, so he mentioned one thing. Where, bad is in,
0: it's not inappropriate, but it's bad as in not a good relationship. That's correct.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was it was not a healthy relationship, but it was not legally anything. <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> it was just, yeah, that's a story for another time or many comic books that I've already written. But he was talking about, remember that time she came up to us and flashed her ass at us and was like, no, but I remember there's a there was nudity around, yeah, and yeah. what have you. And this really felt like, oh, okay. Now, that, that seems
0: like so, the farthest thing this from is, harassment, this is by the really way.
1: Really, all coming down to, yeah. do you remember this time? This person did this, yeah, because it's always going to be then. Well, we were all doing it, yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm, no, um, and then yeah, then I heard from another friend, you know, that this person had, a, had accused them of uh, assaulting them, uh, sexually assaulting them years before, mm. and. And, uh, that they were, this person was still working for the company and, and they, they finally called them out on it and they had a lot of meetings and they were asked to leave. Okay. And so it was like, ugh, that was just really, on the other, on the other side of things, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, a person in the comics industry who was a woman I know, but more casually and who I've done cons with, uh, was, uh, was accused of, uh, uh, sexually harassing, uh people at cons and par- parties yeah and so they um would go up to the they went they were accused of in this one case went up to a person and just started kissing them and they kind of pushed them away and they're like come on and kept coming up to them and kissing them and then uh and she was kind of higher up in the industry and yeah. they were just starting off mm. and uh and then you know later on she's come on and he's like yeah okay and so he said yeah okay and was kissing her a bit and what have you? And then, and then later wrote an article going, I was sexually harassed. That hmm. was like, no, if this was flipped and it was a yeah, man yeah, and a yeah. woman, there's yeah. just no two ways about it. And then after that was brought up, uh, like he, so he wrote an article, uh, that appeared in the Huffington Post, but didn't say who she was. Yeah. But then she wanted to get a, uh, and, and didn't say, I think, like who he was, I think. And so she wanted to get a jump on this. And so she kind of outed the whole thing, hmm. which outed him, which he didn't want. Yeah. that yeah. to be happening. Yeah. But then that all kind of backfired and then a lot of people came. Oh yeah. She did that to me too. Me too, me too, me too, me too. And it just went through. Yeah. And this was a pretty standard thing that, and I get that's a different level of things, but uh, she was a very attractive person as well. Mm-hmm. And again, I think if it was flipped and it was the se- the sexes were flipped or if she wasn't that attractive, I think like that would also have like, you know, sped up the process on that. Yeah. And it's just, it's just something that bugs me when we get a Harvey Weinstein type of situation, uh, call people out on what they what they what they're attacking him for sure the actions not the looks because yeah. because we're cutting a lot of slack to people mm-hmm. uh that should not be cut slack and and i feel terrible that a friend of mine was attacked by another person that i know and yeah. i don't i look back and i just go was there anything that i missed i have no i have no idea and this person is still following me on on facebook and i'm I mean, I should cut them off, but I know, like, if I do, I'm going to get a very aggressive um, kind of response from them of like, "Hey, what's the deal?" And like, I'll have to go. Well, you you were accused of this. It's like, oh, you fucking believe that? Like, it's going to be really ugly and a bad situation. And I know it's going to come to that at some point. And it's like, but yeah. So that's all been the last little while. So that was kind of on on my brain when this kind of thing gets uh, brought up. That made me think of that.
0: Okay. Well, you've talked. we've talked about the one before. And I, I also, because I'm on Twitter, I also heard about the other. Yeah. And yeah, it is, uh, obviously shocking, horribly shocking. Even though I knew, knew this person much less than you did. it didn't work the same way, but I knew him. We did work together on some projects and stuff yeah. like that. And so, yeah, it's, of course, it's very shocking because you assume, I mean, I assume as I walk through this world that everyone that I know and like are good people. Yeah you know and so it's shocking when you find out that someone you know thinks of their has a different idea of what's good than you do i guess cuz i'm sure if you and that
1: people that can be good in some respects yeah can can harm others yeah, and yeah. and have to be called But just
0: but justify it too.
1: Yeah i mean you never get that in fiction maybe not i'm saying like most television shows or any yeah. anything that you know shows you someone who is uh, a sexual assault or a rapist or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just blatantly say rapist. Yeah. Um. They never show like, oh yeah, but they're nice at work mm-hmm. and they're good over here and they're yeah. good to their family. Yeah. And they're this, that, and the other. They're just like straight out an evil person. And it's yeah. like people have other levels to them. And, yeah, yeah. And it's really important to 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 point that out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a thing about like you know uh, they they say you know you're much more likely to be uh, assaulted, sexually assaulted by a member of your family than anyone ever. Mm-hmm. For, oh, and then it goes from there to close circle of friends yeah, than anyone yeah. ever, like on the outside in a, in a dark alley. Mm-hmm. But they don't say what to do about that. Yeah. They don't say like, and you know what? Your friends aren't going to believe you because they know that person. And that's not the person they know. Yeah, yeah. But that is the person that they are. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting with the, with the other person, with the woman, the first time you met her, you said to me, and this was the first thing you said, Man, she really creeps me out. That was the first thing you said to me about her. Really? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. She seems, she seems all right. Hmm. Then you <laughs> went back to doing what you were doing.
0: Interesting. I yeah. don't remember, I don't remember that. But then I hardly remember anything I do or say. So life is just a constant surprise to me. My own life in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness I have those little memory girls in my life who can tell me things I said to them when I, they, were, they were younger. It's so handy.
1: Now, what do you think? Do you think uh, with just going with like now the consensual thing? Yeah. Uh, someone who is in their twenties. Yeah. Going out with someone who is in their forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's legal, of course. Of course, it is. it's uh, totally legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, consenting adults should be able to do whatever they want and whatever they want. Sure. Um, does it still feel ugh to you? And if so, why?
0: <laughs> well, let me let's just put it in context of I have two daughters so if my
1: so you're saying you've had sex twice at least thanks for bragging at least
0: <laughs> and what i meant and it was consensual the first time well, uh, <laughs> these are is... probably not the jokes to
1: do <laughs> on this show
0: sorry sorry this is my sense of humor which has no filter i'm sorry everyone um the what did i say anyway no i'm what i'm same as if if someone yeah if like if my daughter came home with a forty five year old guy it's like dad this is so and so now if he was good looking of course I would have a total <laughs> um this is Chris Evans and blah 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 does he have money yeah I
1: mean yeah you don't want them coming home with someone you went to high school with
0: oh no you don't you don't <laughs> because you don't how would it feel home to you your, is
1: with your peers
0: how would it feel to, to me is like I mean how I feel about that all the time is what basis of connection do you possibly have with each other? You have no shared life experiences. Like, what are you bringing to this relationship that you're both, like, finding some connection over? It's so weird to me, like, maybe because I'm a, you know, I'm a culture nut, you know, and so the way I relate to other people is through culture, whether it's pop culture or whatever. I mean, I'm not just about pop culture. I love art and and I love cinema. You know, I've seen all of Martin Scorsese's films. (laughs) And have you seen The
1: Irishman?
0: I've seen all of them, but that one. Okay.
1: The liar. I got Well, that's a big, well, big. you haven't seen That's all a big of time
0: block. I've seen all of his I movies. Think it's important
1: to tell the truth in this podcast, Dave.
0: I don't count The Irishman as one of all of his movies because this hasn't been out long enough yet. All
1: right.
0: Sheesh. So uh, I have to carve out that time block. You know, it's a lot of time. To move, all right. I just hope it'll be available Johnny, next big January.
1: Claims. okay. Go ahead.
0: Anyway, I was kidding around. Sure. So. I just feel like to me, like my way I relate to their people is through culture, you know, and if we don't share a culture or if I can't make a culture with that person, make a shared sense of, you know, let's say at work, you know, like a lot of the guys you talk to at work, will either talk sports, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a shared cultural thing, or we'll talk movies, you know, but it's very rare that I can talk to someone at work about the Marx Brothers, because that's like nowhere, no, they haven't, that's not a shared it's not a shared experience. They didn't grow up in the 70s when there was some kind of weird revival of the Marx yeah. Brothers. And it was available and, you know, I could watch it.
1: And honestly, you know? yeah, if if you're a certain age, you're probably not going to get the Marx Brothers unless you get the content. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Unless you, yeah, if you didn't grow up with Bugs Bunny uh, cartoons, then t- which took you to this, which took you to that, you know, it's just.
1: And also, you've probably seen all the stuff. I'm saying this isn't like I just listened to a podcast where someone I know was talking about how they don't like the Marx Brothers, but they like everything that the Marx brother that was based on the Marx Brothers. Okay, and I'm like, that's the thing too. It's like if you fell in love with the stuff that was the uh, the in, that was influenced by the thing, yeah. the original thing might not work for you because you've already gotten numb mm, to the things that it, it. was. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. Sure,
0: I can't respect this person, whoever it is. But oh, okay, that's, Jeez, that's really tough. Yeah, or,
1: why not? Okay.
0: Throw them away. We'll
1: talk about them later then. <laughs> okay.
0: So, uh, it's fine. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 you know, I can see that like what seemed exciting and new to us then, you know, like to people now, like, you know, the culture moves a lot faster now. And so, you know, I can see it's understandable, but, um, yeah. So you, I, so someone like that who like 45 years old to, to say my 23 year old daughter, you know, it's 22 years different. It just feels strange to me that, like, what is the attraction between these two? You know, why is this old guy interested in this young girl?
1: Well, you can sort of figure that but yeah, out. Yeah,
0: that's all. If that's all there is, then that's, it's gross
1: because that's not. Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not a relationship, be, is it? Uh, it would be sex on yeah, one yeah. side and the other one security on mm-hmm. the other side. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or some daddy issues or something else along yeah, those yeah. lines. But yeah. yeah, that's where it would go.
0: But, but it seems judgmental to say, Oh, they're only going out with this person because they want security, money, or they have daddy issues. Like,
1: no, they might have something in common.
0: They might have something in common. I absolutely. Just, you
1: don't know. And there is I just the, don't know. I don't, the, there is the, there is the, there is the, no, say rare. The, yeah, it, it could absolutely be. It's the, the thing that you don't, you know, it, I remember when, um, Jerry Seinfeld was going out with, when he's 38 and he was going out with a 17 year old. Yeah. And, Which uh. Which is New York.
0: So it's a year above the, the majority. Right. So uh, our age of. But everyone consent.
1: was pretty cool with that. And I think it was, again, he was kind of a cool, a cool cat. Yeah. And he was fairly good looking. I mean, for a comedian, he was Mm -hmm. fairly good looking. And so I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Yeah, well, if you were famous, wouldn't you go out with someone young and sexy? I was like, and you can see why she's going out with him. You know, he's kind of a famous guy and uh, you give give her everything she wants. It's like, well, this all makes sense. Why does this feel wrong? And to this day, we're like, well, yes, because he's thirty eight and she's seventeen. Yeah, like I know there is consent. Yeah, but then there's also you know the power dynamic. There's power dynamic, but also maturity too. Like, it's- yeah, Jerry, he's not a mature guy. You're right. So
0: <laughs> he's a comedian. Of course, he's not mature. But for her, I mean, like, I don't want to put down people who are seventeen. There's people who are mature at at seventeen, but. 17-year-olds who might happen to listen to the show, which I don't think there are any, but I don't want to be insulting, but you'll reach a time in your life where you look back at your where you are now and you'll be like, man, I thought I was so old then. Yeah. But I realize now that I was really young and maybe not making the best decisions for myself, you know, and so, and this was one of them that wasn't that great. I mean, there's a reason why Jerry Seinfeld and this young woman are no longer together. It's just, it's not it's not really something that's going to last a long time. I mean, someone like Leonardo DiCaprio, and once again, I want to say, I don't want to, let's not even say Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's just say anyone who's evolved in these sort of relationships, it often becomes a very tra- trans- transitory. Is that a okay. word? You know what I mean? Like it's something that isn't lasting. They just kind of move on and move on and move on because there isn't that connection there. What is the connection is the excitement of, of a beginning blossoming relationship. Also, also you will the energy of it
1: change as you grow older, like no matter what age you are, you're going to change. Yeah. And, and the changes are going to go in different directions. Mm -hmm. You know, if if the ages are that far apart, if you're closer together, more likely, you know, it's still people do change, uh, and, and grow apart period. But, uh, but the changes are less likely to be as extreme if you're kind of in the same area. Yeah. Um, maybe, but, but I do think it does come down to, and it is tough because like, you know, yes, technically, you do have uh you know your brains about you and you can consent to what you want. Yeah. And if a 17-year-old legally, oh, I feel bad about the 17-year-old thing, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um if an 18-year-old and wants to go out with a 40-year-old, they're both happy with that idea. On paper, yeah. But again, you're right. When you're when you remember how you were when you were 18, yeah. You know, Yeah, you still got so much growing to do. It feels Mm -hmm. like the thing that they say about marijuana, which is like, don't smoke marijuana when you're a teenager. I know you want to. Everyone's doing it, but don't. Why? Your brain is still developing. Yeah. And it's going to alter your brain, and uh, it could cause damage because you're still growing. You're maturing. Yeah. And it's like, I feel that way, too, about... You know, when you're dating someone who's young, they're still maturing and you're stunting that. Yeah. You're not allowing them to have the natural kind of growth and connection with people their own age that they would have to learn things. Yeah. You're, you're way ahead in this game <laughs> and you're giving spoilers and shit. Yeah. And like, no, 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 no. That's, I mean, that's again on paper, fine. Yeah. are both consenting, but like, you, they should not be doing that because you should be able to have yeah. your own growth. And most you're likely, pulling the plant out of the ground.
0: Yeah. You know, I and, mean, if you met like a girl who was twenty three and she's going out with a forty five year old guy and she's all like excited about watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer or listening to I don't know what some nineties thing nine inch nails or whatever, and you're kind of thinking to yourself, well, that's not you, that's the guy you're going out with. He's the one who's like giving you all this stuff
1: yeah, he's like you're not to a Marx Brothers podcast, yeah,
0: you're not being yourself. You're not listening to Post Malone or whatever people are listening to you right now. You're 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 living in this in this guy's world. In his, you know, you're living. And the worst thing in the world to me is living in someone else's nostalgia. I can't stand that idea. It actually it it so infuriates me. That's why I don't like things like Grease and stuff like that because it just feels like it's someone else's nostalgia, and
1: I don't want to be in that. I have my it's own nostalgia. To me how much high school kids love that musical? They love it. They love doing it. Yeah. They love the they love the movie. Yeah, it's weird. What what from what? What's the connection? What's yeah. going on? I, yeah, that's okay. Summer loving. If they do, if they do like it, they like it. They, then it, it's fine.
0: I f- this feels like it has. It also. By the sends... way, it's
1: nice that it's uh, us two uh, guys talking about this. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> let's acknowledge. Let's acknowledge yeah. that that you know there's other perspectives that should be like added into this that we do not have at this.
0: Yeah, point. that's true. I mean, maybe there's women out there who are involved in in. Um what are they called? May-December romances or whatever? December-May rom- Maybe there are people that are that are involved in those sort of rom- uh, affairs or have had those sort of affairs and found it very invigorating to be with a man who was older or a woman who was older than them. You know, maybe one of the best advertisements for that sort of, uh, you know, is uh, Harold and Maude, which is a movie about, you know, is about age, teaching youth, you know, the beauty of life, you know, so it's...
1: That's almost like with that The uh, age difference is so huge that it uh, becomes unrealistic, so it becomes a novelty, so it becomes something different. Yeah, well,
0: it's almost like a, more of like a fable or like a metaphor than it is a a real life experience. But yeah.
1: how, How about this? How about, um, as I've told you sickeningly amount of times. Me? Yeah, um that I was invited to the Playboy mansion and I turned it down.
0: I know it drives me insane. I know it, it drives
1: everyone insane when I tell that. It Drives <laughs> my wife insane when I tell her that. And I'm like, but there was uh I was going out with um at the time. <laughs> but yeah, one of the one of the women Doesn't from, mean anything's
0: gonna one of just the going to happen. Yeah,
1: one of the women from the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Uh there was two of them. They were at a comic store. Was it Ellison Bree? And they were No, this was the real ones. No. Um though one of them – uh, I shouldn't say who they were based on in the – thing, no, because I would say who it was. Um, but there were two of them, and I was there with a friend, and the friend was a celebrity. Yeah. And, uh, and we ended up talking to them because we're comic nerds, and so we're in the thing. And they, no one was coming up to talk to them because they had a comic book, and no one cared about the gorgeous ladies of wrestling comic book. So we ended up joking, and uh, they said, we're going to the Playboy Mansion tonight. Uh, would you like to be our dates? Cause, you know, we've, we're not going with anybody. And, uh, and, and my friend was also seeing someone then. And it yeah. would have been just pl- platonic. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. have been any of that. But it was like, no, oh, this feels like a bad idea to be, to be going, you know, it just felt like, mm. it just felt like you can't call the girlfriends up and go like, hey, hon. Yeah. So anyway, here's, here's what's going on. Yeah. I'm, uh, going to, um, okay. You know, the, have you heard of the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> yeah, 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 that one, yeah, that one. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to be going there, and uh, oh, with oh, yeah, with my friend. Yeah, my male friend, my buddy, my yeah. chum. Yep, that yeah. guy. Yeah. No, not the guy I mentioned from an earlier story for this <laughs> podcast. No, this guy's straight, straight. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, just us and uh, two of the, uh, you know, two. Do you like wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, they're lady wrestlers. It's a good professional. Professional. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're professional. Yeah. They got a TV show. Yeah. Oh, you might have seen it. Okay. So it's called the Gorgeous Ladies. You knew that part. You knew they were ladies, and you know the wrestling part. Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling Globe. Um, <laughs> so they don't have dates. Yeah, I'm enjoying my time in Los Angeles. It's fun. Um, they don't have dates, <laughs> so can we can we go? And I just like I didn't want to have that conversation, so I said I said no. And uh. yeah, again, my girlfriend uh, went like, "What? You should have gone." But to <laughs> she's me, she's right. She but, was right. But to, but to me, then you got the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Okay, so you got the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Now, the Playboy Mansion is uh, filled with um, women who are in their yes. early twenties,
0: nubile women.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, and James Caan. <laughs> who's a guy who's in his fifties back then? Sure. And he's having sex with these ladies in the grotto or in the mansion. And also Hugh Hefner, I think back then had three girlfriends. Later he would have four. And he would be having like, you know, uh, sex with them every night. And uh, they again, they're in their twenties. He's in a da, da, da. And this is the whole theme of the place yeah. is young ladies. Yeah sexually available sure. um and hey gentlemen come on by and you know have some fun and that to me was another part of it that was like ah it feels weird to be there like what do i do because you know i know you you talk about like how you have problems flirting uh or you i sure do you sure do but like to me if someone is being overt like that sexually that to me is a real Do i don't i don't
0: i wouldn't i can't pick it I up i don't i don't yeah. well, you
1: would have picked it up there it's not. It's possible. It's a neon goddamn sign. You'd be surprised. The whole frickin' plate.
0: You would be surprised yeah, it's, how it's, dense it is. It's like going to
1: Disneyland and going. I don't get. Are the animated characters? Yeah. Who's real and who's a mascot? <laughs> I don't see these things, I fellas. I see that as a problem. What's this giant mouse doing here? There, there are people He works here. You say. So I felt,
0: but there are people who can't recognize other people's faces. But is you the know? So but everyone
1: seemed. Super cool, yeah. With the Playboy Mansion, to the point where it's like the most mainstream thing in the world. No one's got an issue with Hugh Hefner, yeah, uh, bedding down with uh, you know uh, young ladies every night. Uh, it, he
0: wrote the Playboy's manifesto.
1: There you go. He wrote you know? a manifesto, and, yeah. and no one could who would write a manifesto could be wrong. Sure, but do you find he
0: spent a lot of time thinking about it
1: that as creepy as a person actually dating someone in that like on the outside? Yeah, world of course it's creepy. It's not in this Disneyland. Yeah, of course of it's creepy. Sex. Of
0: course it's creepy. Then why should
1: I have gone? Because it's
0: an experience. I'm not saying you go there and have sex. I'm saying go there to see the Playboy Mansion. Walk around the Playboy Mansion. Am I
1: endorsing it by like being... No,
0: you're me? not endorsing it.
1: Seems like I am. No, you're not. I'm going, eh, this seems right. This seems fine. This if seems you were... Like- if
0: you... Let's pretend that there were headhunters. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: On a tropical island.
1: Okay. I, I, not business headhunters. Okay. And you
0: you got the opportunity... Yeah. ...to go to this island to see this the head, band of headhunters. Sure. You're going there... To look at this thing, to see it, to experience the situation. You're not, you're not saying head ending's good. That's not a, you know, you're going there to, to see it. Like, I think that would be interesting. You don't think so?
1: No, it would have been interesting. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. I think it would be no, cool. I would have had, I would have had stories. And develop, what a story. But now that we're bringing this subject up. Yeah. It feels like, again, this is an America thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is wrong when these <laughs> people over here do it. Yeah. But, if it's in a castle with a magical <laughs> swimming pool well, and there's celebrities there, yeah. uh, then you know what? It's fine. People We've still. Gran- s- We've literally grandfathered this in that it's okay. Yeah, no. We, and it's now gone. You, you,
0: you, our reaction is, is the mainstream reaction to, to it, which is, you know, ugh. But I mean, that's, you know, that's our puritanical heritage, you know? Like there's.
1: Was well, Hugh Hefner being unethical, sleeping with, women uh having sex with women in their 20s uh no he's
0: not being unethical because he's not married
1: oh it's not even marriage like the marriages he has no but
0: he has no he's not he's not you know
1: because that almost to me feels like here's where i i draw that i i think this is different all right there's dating okay okay there's dating yeah and then there's sex work yeah and i think like you know it's fine to be like a sex worker that's that's fine if you want to have like sex for money have at it if it is consent and everything's fine. And I feel like the women who were uh, dating, dating and I'm doing big quotes, Hugh Hefner, who had seen all the other women who had dated him for many, many years. know. Yeah. We're having sex with Hugh Hefner. We're going out, we're dancing with him, but we're not in a relationship with him. We're, he's giving us things. We're having sex for those things. It's a transaction situation. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's, you know, we're working in the, Porn industry, probably, you know, as well. I'm thinking probably most of the women that were there were also models that were in a pornographic magazine. Sure. So, yeah, I can see that that's a different thing than someone dating someone, you know, in the outside world. Yeah. You know, and if there's someone that wants to date someone that's just for money... Uh, I guess that's okay too. But, you know, the idea that it's, you know, and, and again, some people, the relationship, I'm sure, it does work. It yeah. does work. But it feels like it's a risky thing. It's a bit of a dangerous thing. And you should be cautionary and, and, and careful with someone who is developing <sighs> and just kind of starting yeah. off in, in adult life.
0: I mean, what you're saying,
1: like, is the right thing. Thank you.
0: No, it's, I feel like, well, what you're saying is, I feel like I don't, like, I like, I like Playboy. Like, I like Playboy magazine. Okay. Like, I think it's a good magazine. Like, in its heyday, it was a very good magazine. Right.
1: Are you talking every era of Playboy or uh, early or what are you talking about?
0: Well, yeah, I'm just talking about its heyday. Like, when it was, like, the mag- like a magazine, like a big magazine. That- yeah,
1: it was very mainstream. It, like was, it was very, yeah. very mainstream. It was mainstream. Like there was a TV show called Playboy After Dark that was on television. Yeah Like you would never have like You know On ABC At like 9.30 uh, Hustler hijinks Sure And you know Have uh, porn stars You know Sitting around a bar And then doing sketches And then You know uh, Moby shows up And sings a song You would never have that now But that's basically What you had back then
0: Yeah Yeah I mean Well they were just trying to like Also
1: Moby doesn't sing That would be weird That when Moby would come out And sing Yeah (laughs) Sorry
0: I wasn't I just didn't want to get into That part of it But uh, I knew what you meant So no, I think. There would all be jokes about movies dick.
1: My right? problem. My bigger problem go, I never with. Read
0: it. <laughs> my bigger problem with what Hugh Hefner did in, in his later life. Like when he was like in the seventies, he had one girlfriend, you know, he'd be going out with like Barbie Benton, whoever, whoever, right? right? Did
1: he marry Barbie Benton?
0: He might have, but like I don't know everything about Hugh Hefner. I don't really care about him in okay. that way, but, but I feel like later on when he's like dating, as you say, three people or four, four women, like to me, that feels like it's just become like decadent rather than being like you know the idea of playboy as like a liberating thing like to kind of throw off the shackles of the 50s yeah to to you know to um kind of uh push the limits of 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 you know press the freedom of the press you know there's lots of there's lots of good things that came out of of playboy in that way but but i feel like yeah later on it, it just kind of become it kind of curdles you know, he was and be-
1: just wearing the robe all the time and the yeah, hat. yeah,
0: and it's just it just becomes like a parody of itself, and it's no longer like something that seems to have like a sort of a dignity to it or a sense of purpose, and and that's what makes it gross to me. Like, I have no problem with a guy in his fifties having sex with with women who are younger than him, but when it just becomes like a kind of a a, a reflexive thing rather than something that's heartfelt or or whatever, then that, that's that seems to be the the bad part of it. And like I say, like to me, Playboy, I, you know, I have a collection of Playboys at home that I've just collected over time from garage sales and things like that. Cause I really like the magazine. I love reading like the old interviews and looking at the centerfolds and, 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 you know, that part of it. Cause that obviously is a part of my upbringing. You know, those are things I found in the park when I was a kid. And so those are part of my formation of of my sexual interests and stuff like that and so I like to look at those things as well I'm not saying I just read the I just read it for the articles that's not true i also read it for the cartoons mm-hmm. because the cartoonists were paid really well paid who worked on that magazine yeah he originally was incredibly wanted to be well a cartoonist, yeah. so he
1: treated people like Jack Cole and Gane Wilson and whatever
0: yeah really well I mean well. there's that Canadian Doug Doug Snade who went down there to be a commercial artist and he was like you know have you thought about drawing cartoons I really like your style and he's like oh no I wouldn't be interested in drawing cartoons and he's and then he said, and then Hugh Hefner told me what I'd make, drawing cartoons. And I said, you know what? I really like the idea of drawing cartoons. I'm really into, you know, and he wasn't someone who was naturally funny. He would just get the, the, you know, he would just get the gags from someone else and he would do the art for it. Yeah. You know, which was not uncommon at the New Yorker either. There was lots of, you know, Helen Hokinson and people like that who had writers for their, for their art. But, um, yeah, like I, like to me, though, you know, there's lots of good things about, about uh, Led Zeppelin, or not Led Zeppelin, Playboy. For some reason, I just popped in my head. And it has one of my favorite. It has one of my favorite Led Zeppelin reviews in Playboy, which was uh, describing physical graffiti sounding like a band in a trunk being dragged down the stairs. Which I really like that description of a of a band, and I thought oh, that's so true. That it does, it does sound like that. This the incredible thumping noise of of John Bonham's drums it does sound like a trunk. And the band, and the production is kind of muffled in some, on
1: some of the songs. And while you're, while you're talking about this. Yeah. Because you brought that up. I'm just going to open this can of worms labeled groupies and put them over <laughs> on the table over here. Well, that's a whole that other shit story, right? I know. That I'm saying. It is.
0: Like there was an article, a story I was reading by this woman who was a teenager and it was her dream of her life to have sex with Mick Jagger. Of course. And so she was at, she went to these parties all around LA looking for Mick Jagger. And one day she was at a party and there he was and she, you know, came on to him strong. And he took the bait and said, you know, let's have sex. And she said, no, not just me. My friend has to be part of this, too, because it's going to be a two thing, a double thing, you know. And, and, you know, so I guess they went upstairs and they had sex with Mick Jagger. And when asked what it was like, she said he was no Mick Jagger. Because in her mind, what it was, was, of course, could never match the reality Yes, Yeah, she wanted to have
1: sex with the cartoon version of Mick Jagger. Not Mick Jagger. Yeah. yeah. Well, she want to have
0: sex with the her ideal idea. Yeah, the of cartoon what Jag- version. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. The exaggerated. Exaggerated. Yeah. yeah. The the, the, the superstar. The super. That's right. This you know, like yeah. If you're going to be a star fucker, you want to fuck a star. You don't want to fuck a human being, and that's what's there. Oh, uh, you know, the other side of the star is just a human being, right? So, yeah, but yeah. The groupie thing is a whole other whole other mess.
1: Yeah. Is that is that ethical? I mean, okay, it's. It's not unethical. Again, it's consent.
0: It's not unethical, but... the but...
1: power dynamic is different.
0: You know, there's... You know, Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut. Sure. I wish I could remember the exact quote, but there's a wonderful quote at the beginning of the book, and I'll paraphrase it, which is that you can tell... It's basically, you can tell the value of something by the fruit. It, by, the, by its fruit, right? Yeah. By what you get from it. The, and he's talking about like a, 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 a philosophy or like a, a life, a, a way of living your life. And you can tell, is it a good or bad way to live your life? by what the results are of this right and so you know like is nazism good no you can see the fruits of of nazism is you know horrific murder and mayhem yeah is communism good no the fruits of it are are tyranny and death you know is capitalism good probably not the fruits of it are environmental destruction and you know the sort of sort of like brainwashed consumerism Mm -hmm. so um and i feel like with like groupies like when i look at like Like the GTOs, for instance, Girls Together Outrageously, this kind of uh, coterie of of groupies that hung around Frank Zappa and were part of his life. And, you know, he produced an album by them and it's, you know, it's kind of fun and funny and it describes their life and stuff like that. But so many of them died of drug overdoses or went in a horrible way and their lives were just absolute awfulness, you know. And I feel like that's the fruit of that lifestyle is, you know, that's on the other end of it. You know, like you can't you know you can't just put yourself at the mercy of other people and expect them to care for you and for your life to be okay at the hands of these people they're just exploiters who are exploiting you until you're until you're just a husk and they can just throw you away
1: yeah i mean there is i mean that is kind of the dark side of a certain american dream which is like if you're successful yeah uh then you are owed something and maybe that is you know, uh, sexy people having sex with you. Maybe you're owed this because you worked hard and they want to have sex with you. Hey, go have at it. That's yeah. fine. There yeah. you go. And you know, if you're a young person and you're like, Oh, it's scary. Uh, that's first of all, you are attracted to power and fame yeah, and a yeah, lot of, of people course. who are like that are also attractive but even if they're not it's like the power and fame and, and also the security yeah mm-hmm. this is what I this is what I'd like yeah. this is what I'd like this is what uh, has been sold to me since I've been a child yeah. everything i watched on TV and in film and music videos has said I should be trying to fuck this type of person yeah. that's everything yeah. uh, yes I should uh, but is that right you know is that, can,
0: you can't. Right but this? you can't look at it like it's not an ethical or unethical thing you know what I mean? Like, it's not about well, everything's ethics. Well,
1: a gray zone. I get it. But, but it's like,
0: about, it's more about morals, right? It's about your morals. What's the
1: difference between ethical ethics and morals?
0: Well, I think the difference between ethics and morals is ethics is about right and wrong in terms of, like, behave, like behavior. Like, is it okay to have sex with an 18-year-old if you're 50?
1: Okay.
0: It's and okay. What's, what's it's not unethical. Right? What's morals? Morals is how you live your life. You know, like, you're, you're guiding philosophy to your life. You know, so, so if you live an immoral life, if you live a, a lax, you know, whatever, however you think, whatever you think is immoral, it feels, if, I don't know, it it feels, feels the same like, to you?
1: It feels like synonyms to me. Like, I feel like if someone, no, they're not, if someone though. lived an yeah. unethical life, they're living an immoral life. I can't see how you'd live an unethical life and have it be moral. Like, I, and, well, and I can't see how you'd live a moral life and have it be, you know, unethical.
0: Yeah, because, well, it just depends. Like, you could have, you, be, you could do things that are ethical, but they're immoral. Such as, such as, let's say you were a, an accountant and yeah. you knew you knew ways to get around the law, yeah, but not in a, not an illegal way. But you just knew like little tricks and things like that that weren't illegal, but you know were kind of immoral because you were encouraging, you know, bad behavior. You know what I mean? Like, so you were, you're still ethic you're ethical in the sense that no no court of law could convict, convict are you of saying, this. I'm
1: oh, sorry. Are you saying for ethics that it's law based? I think so. It feels ethics is more than law.
0: I just think that there's a difference between the two. Maybe I, maybe it's just my own personal way of looking at them. I don't know. Okay. I just feel like there's a difference they between feel, moral feel, and they
1: feel uh, like the same thing to me. I mean, it's an interesting question. What's the difference between yeah. moral morals and ethics and, you know, you're a university boy and I'm just a simple some college fellow. So, I'm not uh, I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> sure. I mean, and I mean, it's partly valued. It's a, it's value judgments too, isn't it? Like there are things that in our culture that are ethical, but I could see as immoral. That people do mm-hmm. right so it depends on i mean i don't know maybe ethics are value value-based too i don't know
1: this is something i'm very i'm very curious about like anyone who's listening to this who yeah please see the us. difference between the two please uh, or if I'm, you think
0: they're the same i'm curious yeah yeah i mean I join mean, the conversation i mean
1: for me the things i've gone through that have kind of colored my perspective on this personally yeah before all these questions started getting asked yeah, yeah. Uh, more more so recently yeah. when i was in uh when i was in junior high yeah basically junior high very early junior high uh i was uh, a very unpopular kid i was uh, uh beaten up by the boys but the girls had a different thing and the girls way of bullying me was uh was uh, basically teasing me sexually they would um pretend to like me they would rub up against me they would like put their hands on me they would um, do all these things where uh, pretending pretending that they were attracted to me mm-hmm. uh, and if I in any way responded positively, they'd go, ooh, and back away. Mm. I was like, that was disgusting that you even thought. Yeah. Da-da. Though some of the girls then over time actually did get to sort of like me and that's a weird thing and they felt bad about that but then they'd still play along with this. Yeah, yeah. And it was just at the time where I was kind of like going through, pu- pu- I was in the tail end of puberty or sure, whatever. Sure. And so it was a confusing thing and so to me, I think that was part of why i have a problem with flirting with with women who aggressively flirt with me because i associate it with these uh girls who would aggressively flirt with me and then it was all a lie and it was all just a game and the whole point was you know you're you're just even too gross to even consider being attracted to yeah yeah. you know and that's that's the whole joke but it was still better than uh the uh the guys who would beat me up um so luckily
0: like i was invisible in school
1: it's not a bad thing to be. And you know. And then I became like a chubby kid. And then that was fine because people would ignore me. And then I started to kind of come into my own body and not be that bad looking. And at that same time, I started to do acting. And yeah. I started to uh, get away from school and started performing in plays and what have you. And so I'd be like hanging out with like actresses and people who were just, you know, just generally attractive. Yeah, And we would be attracted to each other and we'd... You know, kiss and do all this stuff and what have you. And it's like, okay, but I was still like, a by the John- way, gross. Yep. Yeah, there you go. But I was Johnny Rube as, <laughs> as to most other things. Didn't know what was what. Didn't know what was what. Uh, first sexual relationship I get into, uh, the woman I'm with, slash girl I'm with when I'm 18, mm. uh, tries to trick me into getting her pregnant. Uh, oh, really? yeah. She would, she would do the old puncturing condoms. She okay. Would, uh, Say certain things were safe. This is a safe time for this. It was not. Yeah. And the whole idea was that she wanted basically to marry me, and she wanted me to have to marry her. So she was trying to trick me. So the first sexual that, relationship. That, that was, I was
0: a, strangely enough. That was a big fear I had as a teenager.
1: Yeah. Well, not not a bad fear. <laughs> strange. Yeah. She was quite obsessive yeah, about yeah. me. If you walked into her house where she lived with her mom, there was a big picture of me over the mantle that looked like I was the son that died in the war. <laughs> And the whole – and so the first relationship I was in was one that was based on trickery sexually. Yeah, like it yeah, was like yeah. sex was to trick me into marrying her. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, fuck this. You know. Yeah, so it yeah. was like I really had this fear of sex. And then things went on. I got into a relationship for about seven years, which was fine. But then I got out of that. And, and um, at that point, I had a TV show. Uh, I was doing fairly well at at an improv company in town, yeah. Um, and I just had a lot of uh, relationships, but I, tr- but even then, I was trying to, um, I was trying to not uh, be unethical. I guess that was the thing. I was mm-hmm. trying to never lead someone into something that because before this, of course, the relationship we were talking about, I was involved with someone that. She got abusive and I, and I left it. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of mind fuckery and, and, oh, and yeah. bad stuff there. Yeah. But I was very much in love with her and, and she was not in love with me. Uh, she, she liked me, but kind of led me on on a regular basis when she needed something. Yeah. Yeah. So my feelings when I was in these, these relationships after I got out of the seven year thing was I never want to put someone in that position. So if there someone was needed love from me, mm-hmm. I would not be involved with them because. I couldn't offer that to them and I thought that was cruel to 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 do that. So I would I would just be involved in short-term relationships or sexual relationships instead. But I I had to make sure that the power dynamic in those was 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 correct so I would never ever be involved with someone that wasn't kind of my peer or and it's tough it's it's a weird thing to say that as in like I'm judging someone as being my peer or my equal. But, like, no one that I felt like I had a power dynamic that was off or that was too far off age-wise or any of that stuff. And I just tried to be as ethical as possible as I could during that period of time. And I now look back on that and go, like, I'm really glad I was. But I, it would have been very easy to not be. Yeah, It would have yeah. been very easy to just go, you know what? Uh, women jerk me around. Yeah. I'm just going to get mine. I'm just going to enjoy myself. I'm just going to da-da-da. But there was something in me that was just like, no, you got to, no, you're not going to do that. Well, that was, then, your,
0: that was your morals.
1: Maybe. Okay, I looked and it up. F- and then let me just say this. And then I found Pia, and then I fell in love with her heart. Mm. And we've been together uh, for Four 20 years, 20 years oh, was as of uh, in, in like a week and a half. Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good. Okay, okay. so I was curious myself. So I looked up ethics and morals relate to right and wrong. please, Right and wrong conduct. While they are sometimes used interchangeably, they are different. How so, Dave? Ethics refer to rules provided by an external mm-hmm. source, for example, ah. codes of conduct in workplaces or principles in religions. Morals refers to an individual's own principles regarding right and wrong. Okay. So there you go.
1: So when so your you have, own
0: your so own compass, I guess.
1: Right. So I'm going to go with more. Yeah, it was morals for.
0: for yeah, for sure, because there's lots there's lots of, in our culture that encourages that that kind of bad behavior, and it's up to you, you know, to kind of. Walk through that minefield. Yeah,
1: ethics said in when we were growing up that if you were a powerful man, yeah, and there was a young beautiful woman, that's fine. Yeah, you know, you'd watch uh, the Tonight Show, and there's Johnny Carson, and he'd have young ladies on, and yeah. like Johnny would go out with a young lady. That would be what he'd do. Yeah, and they'd have Hugh Hefner on, and of course that's when, that would be the way it would go. And t- even Tony sure. Randall was like 72 and married someone who was like 20. Yeah, like that's fine by us. Yeah, and like. That has thankfully changed over time, I think. You know, it's just... Ugh. Well, I don't...
0: Yeah. I'd i say guess thankfully. thankfully. No, no, I'm not saying thankfully. I'm just wondering if it has changed that much. But yeah. I do. Thank, I think so. It is good that it's changed, I, I think. Yes. Yes. I it mean... It's weird,
1: though, that you get to the point where Keanu Reeves, uh, you know, uh, brings out his girlfriend mm-hmm. and she's about the same age as him. Yeah. And everyone goes good for you yeah that feels really condescending well, that sounds really condescending also when you find out about her and she's an amazing person yeah, like, yeah shut up yeah really it reminds me of uh, what they said about george clooney and again i'm blanking on his his uh, wife's name yes but you know she's done all this amazing work around the world mm-hmm. and uh you know and we're impressed you know that like oh dating george clooney like that's not the thing <laughs> she's actually way more impressive yeah. than george Clooney. Though. Yeah. Lately, he's been doing some good stuff too. So good, good for good for everyone who's trying to do some good stuff.
0: But also, his mom's saying, "Come on to my house."
1: She, his mom isn't Rosemary Clooney. Yeah, no, that's his aunt.
0: Oh, is that his aunt? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, his aunt saying, oh, "That's pretty good." Is, who's his mom then? Nobody.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was an Immaculate Conception, and I realize Immaculate Conception <laughs> means born without sin. I know, I know, fellow ex Catholics. I know. Yes, that's
0: that's interesting. Well, it's a it's a i mean it's an interesting conversation i you know like we're generationally we're on we're kind of on the cusp of this right like and i have a hard time like
1: also uh, also she's saying mambo italiano
0: oh yeah nice and You're, also uh if i knew you were coming i'd bake a cake yeah so and i have a hard time with this because i am in my heart of hearts i well not heart of hearts. i just i do not like the idea of puritanism okay like i think that's like the wrong way to live then your life the pilgrim hat Dave. speak well I keep asking you. this is the problem love because the yep i do love the buckles i'm a big guy with buckles and but that's the problem like even if you are against it it's still in you because it's part of our such a part of our culture you know mm-hmm. like it shouldn't be it shouldn't be because puritanism was wrong but it's still there like we still have this idea of our conduct you know our conduct, being you know, and in particular, like things, things that should be natural, like sexual expression and stuff like that, you know, those things should be normal. They should be normalized, not weird, right. you know. But they're made weird by our culture. Our yeah, culture makes them weird. You read
1: earlier. with well, the except of the one about that. Yeah, the first one where it's like it's like yeah, they're uh, they're going there. Yeah, they're in a sexy relationship. L- yeah, let's judge it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah. It. yeah, let's yeah. judge this. You know, like, sex is bad, you know. It's okay if we're procreating. That's okay, because Puritans, you had to procreate. You know, but we can't can't be having sex for fun.
1: But when I think Puritans, I do think you know, older guys... And by younger, the way, I don't play cards woman. either. I do I do think the older guy, younger woman, I think Puritans. Well, that might have... That's a, the image you got in your head when you think of a Puritan married couple. Really? Yeah. I don't picture an older woman and a younger dude.
0: Well, no, but I...
1: Or even same age, really.
0: I think same age is probably more common than any any other thing. It just depends on the situation, of course. You had to keep the the colony going. Yeah. You know, they came here to eat dirt for, for a long time. So Oh yeah,
1: you can go with the old we can you can go with the idea that there's a reason for it. Yeah. It's like you yeah. need to date someone young. Why? Because sure. you gotta have a lot of babies. The old guys can keep going. Yeah. The young women and the babies. I know. It's a uh, you know, you can go with that if you and,
0: want. And non consummation of marriage was a was a reason for for divorce in, in Puritan culture. Mm-hmm. Because it was felt like if you weren't having sex with your wife and her husband, you were basically forcing them into uh an adulterous affair because it's natural to want to have sex right you just shouldn't be having sex outside of marriage but yeah no the reason i don't like puritanism is because they made a ladder out of religion and i don't like the idea i'm sorry to talk about religion everyone but i don't like the idea that you have to climb a ladder in order to appeal to god mm-hmm. you know like the idea of grace was that it's available to all at no cost you know you don't have to like do anything to get it It's just there for you you know it's there it's yours Take it, have it. Yeah. Don't have to do anything special for it. Don't have to be good. It's just it's there for you. Still, we'd prefer if you were good, but it's, don't have to be. It's there all the time. So yeah, it's. Uh, I don't like that.
1: I think at the very. I mean, obviously, there's power dynamics in society that need to be need to be changed, and that's just been around and has to be you know altered wherever wherever possible. I think just on a basic day to day level, well, you got it. I just think yeah. on a basic day to day level, okay. what it comes down to is okay.
0: But are you just talking about sex? In all, in all things, Power yeah. Power dynamics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. I think I I in
1: work and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, I mean, because it all connects mm-hmm. together. Um, but I think... I mean, you bit-
0: need to have hierarchies because mm-hmm. you need to have like leadership in situations. That's just, that's how it works. Right, but the leaders but will the leaders- want
1: to bring in more leaders that are like them. And unless you do some sort of change... point. Uh, how, right. how do you change the leaders? That's right. How do you
0: change leaders? Well, the leaders... In a business, then, do you the fire the boss?
1: Yeah, yeah, you do. You have to with with firing. We can get into that in a second. Let so me Elon to, Musk
0: should be fired from let Tesla. Let me get
1: into this. He at some point, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, but he owns a company.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have owned companies that don't own companies anymore. Uh, but let me just get into <laughs> what I was going to say sure. here, which is, I think what it comes down to, just on a personal level, yeah, with the age dynamic thing and what have you, is if you trying your best not to stunt someone else's development and growth. And I think these differences in age do that and mess things up. Yeah. They mess things up. There sure. are exceptions, of course. Yeah. But there you go. Back to now, uh, do people get fired from companies even if they're the boss? Hell yes, of course they do. If someone's if someone's uh, the boss of a company, they're beholden probably to shareholders. Yeah. Unless they're, you know, an independent owner of what have you. Sure, yeah. So yeah, they do answer to shareholders. Yeah. Um, and if they're if you're limiting diversity Uh, because the people who are in the upper echelon don't feel comfortable with that, then it's up to the shareholders to go, well, that's, uh, not, that's not a sustainable model at all in this society. No, yes, you do have to fire some people that are up above then and make things more diverse. And I know it seems like, oh, but, you know, what do you do arbitrarily? No, there's fucking ways of doing it and people have done it. And almost every time that they do do it, it seems to work, (laughs) you know? But uh, yeah, if you if you just got the old boys network forever, you're gonna just fill it up with more old boys. It's yeah. really a, it's a da- it's a dangerous thing, and it's not a good business model. Elon Musk is gonna go crazy at some point. He can't just go full go go crazy. Yeah, there you go.
0: I was surprised. I read a tweet a little while ago. I on Twitter. I'd like to read Twitter before I go to bed. Uh, he didn't found Tesla. I was disco- I was so surprised oh, to I discover that. No, he bought the company from two guys. Oh, and
1: when They're he bought both it, named Edison. When Ironic. He,
0: when he bought it, he bought the name Founder from them. So in the contract, they had to give up being referred to as ah. the founder of the company, and he became the founder. And he should just be but called. But he a, is a, not the founder. He should just
1: be called a foundling at that point, then.
0: <laughs> the foundee. Yeah, no, I thought that was really interesting. Because I think his reputation is that he's this, uh, you know, he created Tesla, created Tesla Motors, he, you know, he invented all this technology, but no, he bought it. Hmm. He walked in the door and bought it. Took the keys, took over the company. Those other two guys, they took all the money. Did they he got. buy
1: SpaceX or is that his nonsense?
0: I think that's his nonsense. That's why it's such a nonsense, a ball of nonsense. Yep.
1: Unlike, okay, te- makes unlike
0: Tesla, was, you know the cars work quite well yeah. uh, to a certain degree. I mean, there's obviously a lot of problems I mean, I with the fancy elements. I like
1: space. Space is great. But when well. you end your thing with X.
0: <laughs> is it a ride? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it really looks like Space 10. Well, what happened to Space 1 to 9? what went, what oh, went wrong
0: don't ask about that don't ask. yeah no i spacex is okay i just feel like the whole idea of like sending people to their, their their doom on mars is like so weird
1: yeah so you know i mean what's the difference between that and like you know going to the new world and
0: oh yeah know, no you know, no it's dangerous. you're right it's dangerous It's something
1: just, we've always done we always will do. yeah yeah
0: no no lots of people went to the new world and just died this straight out died they didn't fall off the edge of the world they just went to this place there's nothing nice nothing nothing nice or about if it. they made it here oh yeah that's true the yeah.
1: ocean's a little rough oh my gosh it used to be really bad back in the day before yep. they smoothed it out before the government smoothed it out <laughs> the Smoothing out program. And, and here's how they did it we we ate a lot of the fish mm. before that It was too fishy it was too and it was like i was were always, their, always uh, roiling with fish yeah too much roiling have that was ever, the problem.
0: have you ever seen like a modern freighter going through like huge waves in the ocean
1: I've Probably seen a video of it, and you're just
0: like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it looks like, like a nightmare. This is awful. Yeah, screw that. Who would want to be there? I mean, I was, I was worked on a fishing boat, and we were like, we were out, out of out of sight for the for land. Like we were out in the yeah. ocean with no visible.
1: You guys were out of sight.
0: We were out of sight. Exactly. You were out of sight. I couldn't see you. Hmm. And I waved and waved, <laughs> and sort of the sea, and it was. It was kind of weird, and one night we had a huge storm that was like so, like we were being rocked. So it was so severe. I actually was I was shaken awake by it, <laughs> which, by the way, is really difficult for me to wake up. Be for me to be woken up from something is very difficult and not easy at all. And uh, yeah, it was so it was so rough that I was being thrown in the air and then bouncing, falling back down on the bed that it woke me up because it was such. Yikes! I know. And then I got up and of course you're blur- you're bleary and you don't know what's going on and and we had to like. Take up anchor and move out of there because other boats were being like blown towards us, like being pulled, their anchors weren't holding them. And they were it was just like a dangerous situation. So we like took off out of there into these huge waves that were going up and down. And when I, when I think of that, I think of, and I see those boats that are in the water. I was like, was that what it was like? Cause it doesn't quite feel the same way on the boat, obviously, cause you can't see everything. It was nighttime too. Yeah. But oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's um, crazy. What are we, what are people thinking of?
1: I, I, I don't know. Stay I mean, in your bed. That's a horrifying story. Let me ask you a quick question. Uh, it's, it's a too personal question. You let you tell me uh, no. okay. when you were in the boat. Yeah. Did you uh, when you had to go to the bathroom? Did you go downstairs and use the bathroom, or did you just go off the side?
0: If I had to pee, you went off the side. If I had to go number two, I went downstairs. Yeah, I well, hope so. You want to hang? Yeah, your I don't ass want to. Up <laughs> doing the boat. That? I couldn't even. I can barely pee in front of people. Like, can you imagine? having to take a poo off the side of a boat. I remember when we were in the Queen Charlotte. <laughs> it was so busy. The were, boats were like so close to each other. Like like. You know, 50 meters away. And I just remember peeing on the side and then watching another guy going by peeing over the side on his boat. It's like, well, hey, buddy.
1: I I feel uh, really quickly telling this story. I feel bad about this. Sure, sure. Go ahead. uh, Please do. If you know who this person is, do do not say it out loud. Uh, It was someone I went whale watching with. And they uh, were very excited about whale watching. We went out uh, to watch some whales. And uh, the thing was like, hopefully we'll see one or two whales yeah that would be ideal that would be great we see one or two whales and there sure. was other whale boats that were like out yeah, yeah. and uh and they tell you beforehand it's going to be about five hours so pee before you go pee before you go Fair and enough. i'm really cautious about that because i got uh, sad bladder <laughs> so i so i go but yeah. then they put you in these outfits mm. that are uh full body mm. outfits and oh. I'm like well now you're locked in yeah we're going for the five hour thing so we go out and then um uh uh, we're, we're out, we're out about, and uh, the person goes, I need to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, uh, we can't. We've got like another two hours to go. It's like, yeah, it's not really a thing. <laughs> I've pee. I'm like, well, okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and uh, so they talk to the person and they they go, well, it's two hours. I'm like, I know, but I've got to pee. I'm like, well, I guess you have to you go off the back of the boat. We'll all make sure we face forward. Yeah. Like, all right. So they go to do this just then. Um, uh, whale <laughs> breaches up, and and the person goes, "Oh my god, that's and I forget the number, but it was like that's K twenty five. We haven't seen K twenty five in months. And then another whale comes up. What? <laughs> that's her partner. <laughs> oh my god, I've never seen such a thing. Two more whales come up. <laughs> Jesus God, yeah. like they were just like nuts. Yeah. Okay. So, every whale boat that's around us, because yeah. it's like right in front of us, yeah. comes towards us, yeah. all cameras going. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and gets uh, my friend who's on the back of the boat as well <laughs> because they can't stop. And oh, yeah, then another dear. whale showed up as well. It was ridiculous. It was like the, the your, biggest amount of whales. Your friend had magic had pee. Oh, boy. Whale yeah. pee. Yeah, something, something happened, but they just uh, summoned whales. Um, could I read some emails to you, Dave? Please do. All right. So are these uh,
0: messages on the the, the comments These region? are
1: on our uh, our uh, our board? okay, so this is sneakydragon.com. We always post uh, we always like put our episodes up here and then there's a message board and underneath said message board, uh, people can post things. And the question we had two weeks ago, now listen, you don't have to you don't have to like answer questions from this week. You can answer them from uh, in the past. We asked uh, what's your favorite sci-fi novel and something that you've won. And uh, our friend uh, Laurel Robertson wrote and said, "Uh, Hi guys, finally getting around to answering this good question. I've won a few things in my life. In the late 70s, I was always the first in my office, in the office, so I'd play the early morning radio. From that, I won uh, first uh, IBC root beer can-style transistor radio for calling in first to identify the opening notes of the monkey's Daydream Believer. <laughs> no, that's I Saw Her Face. What's the opening notes to Daydream Believer? Uh, <speaking in> <speaking in> yeah. Uh, that was a cinch. Only needed two notes. Written <speaking in> by John Stewart. From The Daily Show. Yep. All right. A few months later, I the handily Kingston scooped trio. up. The brand new Sister uh, Sledge album, We Are Family, by answering another nice. question, which I cannot recall. How about, who are family? <laughs> we are family? <laughs> who were the stars of the TV series Family? Oh. Can you name any of the stars of the TV series Family? What's Family? It was a TV series called Family. Guess I not. believe Christy McNichol was one of the stars. Christy McNichol. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, th- there, there was a sweet win in 1998. A three-day slash night trip uh, to the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas. Oh, wow. That is That's good. That's very nice. Including airfare from Key West, where we lived at the time. That was nice. That sounds very nice. That's a great. In 2014, different. that was a big gap between wins. <laughs> uh, I won a radio station's coffee mug. Oh, and a small win after the big one. Uh, and a bag of coffee beans for having the host's favorite defense of why the 1960s was the most transformative decade musically. It was my opinion, well, but true. I guess he agreed. Hmm. And you know why? It's uh, true. Why it was? Because hmm. they were family. Then.
0: That's just a Sledgerow 70s group. Oh, you fuck, should have, really? Should have made a
1: monkey's reference. Damn it. That would have been better. <laughs> I could make that reference. But, and this is a big butt. Why do all my friends have a big butt? Yeah. Uh, my favorite win of all was, drum roll please. No,
0: not a purring cat.
1: A drum roll please. There we go. In the fall of 2017. That was uh, when the Sneaky Dragon episode 350 aired, Oh, uh, taking questions from us fans, and my uh, very own name was pulled from the hat or the pants or wherever you were using uh, at the time. Dave was just pulling it off to the side. I think it was. Uh, I won my, uh, as, he, as he did on the fishing boat, uh, I won my choice of one of David's great title cards on a t-shirt. My selection, Peanuts Envy. It makes me smile every time I wear it and makes other people say, What? <laughs> uh, including copyright law- lawyers from King <laughs> City. So, as always, hip hip hooray for Sneaky Dragon. Oh,
0: thank you, Laurel. And stay away from those copyright lawyers.
1: You know what? I liked Laurel's uh, letter so much, I'm going to read one more. Oh, well. Yeah, I think I'm going to read one more. Gee. Because uh, she wrote us uh, about episode uh, two, uh, 417. That's where we had our friend uh, Nina Matsumoto, the third dragon, on. Talking about dental things. Thanks for coming asked, on, What's Nina. What's your worst dental story? Oh. I was regretting hearing some of these, but we luckily we only got uh, the one that I'm uh, got here. Yeah. Laurel wrote uh, Tuesday. I was hanging out in the dentist chair for three <laughs> hours. All kinds of yanking and hammering and tugging going on. Sounds like Dave on the fishing boat. Uh, the only thing that cheered me was thinking, "Sneaky Dragon guys, this is the worst dental experience of my life." Uh, I don't need to give the details here, but trust me, it was. I'm very sorry, Laurel, that you had to go through that. Uh, yeah. Nina would probably have enjoyed that. Yeah. But, uh, but Nina's sorry. jealous. Yeah, she is a little jealous. Laurel is... Now, do you have uh, anything else there, Dave?
0: I do. I have, a, I have an email that came a little while ago, which I wasn't able oh, to read, but I also have a Facebook message. Lovely. This is from Gavin. Gavin says, sneakers. Uh. We're not sneakers. We're, we're dragons. You're sneakers. I once won a VCR at a TV network's Oscars party the year Jeffrey Rush won for Shine, which I won by beating David Helgott's brother in a movie trivia contest. Mm. And he says, My favorite sci-fi novel remains Heinlein's Robert Heinlein, Puppet Masters. It actually works better if you ignore the sci-fi trappings, laser guns, flying rocket cars, and just imagine it's set today with the terrifying alien slugs taking people over. The film is awful, with the single exception of Eric Tal's totally gratuitous shower scene. Huh. <laughs> All right. And then he also wrote to say, he said, hey, also, just remembered, I nearly won an alien movie box set at a Comic-Con after I answered, how many survivors were there from the original film? How many survivors were there from the original alien film? How many survivors?
1: Are we talking people or animals inclusive? Because I'll go two then. Cat, the cat and Ripley.
0: But the MC wouldn't accept my answer of two because apparently the cat doesn't count. Bullshit. Bastard, he says. Bullshit. And he says, by the way, I hope you realize they do love Sneaky Dragon, even though I usually just skip the churchier parts.
1: Okay, well, there's only a brief churchy part on, on Yeah, this. don't there skip
0: it. Just just take it. All
1: by, right. By and... the way, Dave, quickly before you get to that, uh-huh. uh, the TV series Family uh, uh, started in 1976, ran for five seasons. And yes, wow. indeed, Christy McNichol was a character on it. A character, okay. uh, Letita, who was nicknamed Buddy, a bit of a tomboy. Apparently. And it was a popular series for uh, those, uh, those seasons. Please continue.
0: All right, so this is from uh, Kanan Grawl, who writes to say, hey, Ian and Dave. Hey. In response to saving an animal from a few weeks back, back in my early 20s, my then-girlfriend and I were driving home around midnight along country back roads in rural Victoria, Australia. When we came around a corner and there, suddenly in the headlights was a dog lying in the middle of the road. We had to slam on our brakes to not hit him, then got out to find the little guy had been tied to a stake by the side of the road. Someone had tied him there to be hit by a car.
1: Oh, my God.
0: The RSPCA later told us that this was a common practice with farm dogs. Australia, sheesh. No guns, am I right? Ugh. Anyway, yes, we did put him in the car, and he was a super sweet pit bull cross, and we had to drop him at the RSPCA, where they always inform you if they're not adopted in six weeks. It's, uh, because if they're not adopted, it's, he says it's night-night for Rover. Lovely. Oh. Also, quickly, when I was in well, year was 12... Was he adopted? Yes, apparently he was. Okay, also, quickly, when I was in year twelve, I won 103. What a weird number! I won 103 CDs from a radio station. Maybe that was her called, yeah, I'm call. Yeah, Ben Ben was the call. That's right. I only kept six. Ben Folds, <laughs> Amanda Marshall. I forget the rest. And got to co-host the local Top Forty show for a night. Me and one friend. Oh, that sounds fun to do. I'd love to do that. I wouldn't play Top Forty though. Plus, I love to tell this story about my my nan. Uh, she won a car. I won a new car from a magazine. And a year later, had some kind of seizure where her leg straightened out and she couldn't move it. So she backed out of her driveway at super speed and was T-boned by another car at 60 kilometers per hour. That is 40 miles per hour, everyone who's American. While she recuperated in hospital, the car couldn't be salvaged. She got a call from a football club in Adelaide telling her she had won a brand new car. A year to the day. Oh, wow. She used the insurance money from her wrecked free car to upgrade her new free car to the sports model. Luckiest grandma ever. Well, and she had used a grandson, so I would say she was very lucky. Oh, that's nice. Sorry it's long. Kanan, keep writing long emails. We love them. Thank you very much for writing.
1: I remember my mom won um, wall-to-wall carpeting which again our house was very small so it was not many walls to many walls uh but uh she called me into the living room and said listen and we listening." and the uh, stereo was on big one of those big hi-fi yeah, things sure. and uh and the person was talking on there and said uh, miss most of it goes to mrs J Boothby and it was like what and like as a kid hearing yeah, you yeah. your mom's name on the radio what that doesn't happen. What goes on? And we got to go out and we got the carpet and it was yeah. all so exciting. And then I believe, like, we were told, don't ever mess with this carpet. And, uh, you know, it was stressful. <laughs> You're a kid and you don't want to mess anything or get any juice on the carpet. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, oh, you know, though, it was free carpet. You didn't pay anything for it. So, you know, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. That was exciting times. Nice yeah. to hear someone else winning a VCR. I wasn't the only one. <laughs> I wish I still had that now. Broken VCR, I went on that game show.
0: The broken VCR? Yeah. Just to have it.
1: Yeah, because there are some clips of the game show on uh, YouTube. Mm. I'm not mine; mine isn't on there. But uh, I think they do show the VCR. So it would just be nice to be like, "Eh, <laughs> there
0: you are. There it is. The Magnavox." What do you think? So
1: weird. There's a there's a local comedian who um, unrelated to any of the bad stuff I've been saying, and he's got one of the deepest, as far as you know, roughest, uh, graveliest
0: yeah. voices. He's a real Harvey Firestein.
1: He's very Harvey Firestein-esque. That's correct. But, yeah. You know, um, but you see him on this show, which is I think from probably 1988. Yeah. And and he's on the show, and he's just like this. how's everyone doing? Great. This is the way he talks. Not a not a rasp in it oh, at all. Wow. wow.
0: And just like what happened. Cigarettes and alcohol.
1: You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <coughs> so not good for your voice. For questions of the week. For questions uh, we got, of the we week, we got we got pretty uh, rah, 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 in this, uh we sure this, did in this episode we sure did um what's a way uh, uh we can make the world better how about that how about that's a question whoa a big question that's yeah. a way to make the world better like on a per- not just a like you know the government should da 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 but i mean like on oh, a, a personal, personal level, level. Oh, okay what's a way that you personally can was, make the world better i was and gonna say get rid of
0: top 40 radio stations but maybe,
1: nope. maybe you're doing it now I would say like one way for me was uh when my friends say do you want to do a podcast i, I do one
0: you think you made the world a better place
1: yeah a little bit okay yeah i think from the people that we've met and we've talked to and just these letters you know we get uh, i think uh i think yeah i think the you know not to be like hey this (laughs) but but as in like i think uh the show has been more positive than negative i would definitely say i think so you know i think uh we've gotten to meet people uh just a couple of weeks ago uh, you know, we had a whole bunch of my friends here in the basement. We had a lovely video show. And yeah. Nick Nick Park showed up for Crying Out Loud. Like, where am I going to meet Nick Park? <laughs> when, when's that going to happen? When's he going to... I, I had a talk show yeah. and I had a chance to invite Nick Park on. And he freaking came on. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. neat. That is pretty cool. And, uh, and, and your general, dumb friends are talking about George Seagal. Uh, <laughs> when we had that thing where we were taking people to White Spot. Those were all delightful. Yeah, they were all great. just so nice. And yeah. you know, we've 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 met people we'd never meet before. That's true. And uh, you know, it's 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 just a it's just a treat. You know, and it's there's true. and there's some things I would also we've had say, people
0: come from different parts of the world to meet us here.
1: That's true. And also, we've had you know, and it's sad like we've had friends pass away, and it's nice to have you know, recording of conversations that we've had for them for a yeah, couple of that, hours. So we've right. got that. And it's not something you ever will record on another, uh, for any other reason. So, yeah, that's kind of a little blessing to have that. So I'd say, yeah, I am uh, very glad that we've uh, done this. And it's nice to talk to you. So there.
0: It is nice. It's nice to have like a stru- weird structured reason to get together every week. Because mm-hmm. I think we're two busy guys who like to fill our lives with work.
1: Yeah, that's and, very, very true.
0: And so this kind of is a like a reason for us to get together. The same way that me getting and performing with David at his shows is like a good reason for me to hang out with David.
1: Yeah, I'm similar you know? with uh, with the Critical Hit show. My, yeah, my friend Eric asked if I wanted to do it. Uh, you know, a role playing comedy show. It's not something I'd ever done before. Much like podcasting, really, I hadn't done much of except for being a guest occasionally on things. Yeah, and I was like. That's turned out very positive as well. The energy from that, the people I've met, the things I've done. Yeah, We've traveled with the show. It's been been a real treat. Yeah. So I'd say uh, those things were things, saying yes to things that friends have asked me to do, (laughs) I think has made things better uh, for my life and just in general. Okay. That's the thing. That's good. Yeah. I'll piggyback on that. Also uh, uh, adopting cats that uh, needed a home. Every time we've done that, we've been happy with how that went.
0: Yeah, I would say yeah, we've we've rescued a few animals in our time. Hands and some chickens, yeah. We've had chickens, well, chickens we've had dogs. Animals, of course. Our dogs have been rescues, our chickens, our cat. Um I like uh a cat I don't have time right now, but I love to do uh like garden a table where we feed uh, the less fortunate. I think that's very important. Yeah, those are little things that are done. I mean they're not huge, yeah. but they have effect. They have effect. I mean yeah. the way garden table works that I love is the fact that it's not like a soup kitchen where you're feeding someone from behind a, a bench. You sit down and eat together, you know, with people. It's you and them eating together. So, and there's no them when I say it yeah. like that. I mean, it makes it sound like there's separation, mm-hmm. but there's not. It's it's a group of people getting together and eating and talking. So, it's very nice. Okay.
1: So, something uh, personally uh, that uh, you you try to do or you would like to do to make things better. Yep. So, there we go. Have you got a secondary question,
0: Do I have a secondary question? What's more important, ethics or morals? Um there you go.
1: All right. What's more important? Ethics or morals? Sounds sounds good. Uh, if you go
0: by the description. So ethics are, are things that are external and morals are things that are internal. That's right.
1: Uh so so there you are. Uh let us know. We are at uh if you want to email us, sneaky d at sneakydragon.com. Sneaky D at sneakydragon.com. Did I say sneaky D at sneakydragon.com? I certainly did, sneaky D at Sneaky We're also uh <laughs> sneakydragon.com, the website Go there. Episodes there. Message boards. I've told you about it. Post there. Here you go. Uh, do you tweet? Why not? Go tweet. It's fine. It's not too long. You have a good time. Uh, we're at at sneaky underscore dragon. That's the case. And, of course, Tumblr, sneakydragon.tumblr.com. Now, you're saying, hey, Ian, Dave, are you on, like, social media yourselves anywhere? Are you, like, on an Instagram? Well, thanks for asking. I appreciate that. I am on Instagram. Under oh, my are you? Name. Uh, Addie and Boothby. That's do it,
0: right. Do it for the gram.
1: Do it for the gram. Are you on uh, Instagram?
0: I am at Dave Dedrick.
1: There you are. And I you don't
0: can, post there very much because I'm not a big picture taker, but you're welcome to follow me for the occasional thing I do. Is
1: that what you do? And sometimes uh, cartoons of mine and my wife, Piagera, are on uh, Mad Magazine's Instagram or on Mad Magazine's thing or in Mad Magazine for crying out loud. We're.
0: What about New Yorker's uh, Instagram?
1: Let's go New Yorker as well. We're on the New Yorker and new yorker cartoons instagram every so often what about playboy's instagram uh, i don't think they've got do they have an instagram i bet they do now that you're now that you're saying that <laughs> it would be interesting to do cartoons for playboy
0: oh do you do those gorgeous water, the full page watercolor ones oh, they do. That's
1: too much work forget it what was <laughs> i thinking
0: <laughs> but they paid so well for those
1: you're right playboy does have an instagram Oh, Dave, you wouldn't like it. There's a lot of nudity on it. Oh, we're not going to fall yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, you wouldn't. Like not my this. thing. No, you wouldn't care for this hmm. sort of thing. Okay, so anyway, Dave's not going to care for this kind of thing. This is the kind of thing that would help you on a fishing boat. There you are. Uh thank oh, you lovely. so much for listening, Dave. I love and I are those. Gonna look uh, at Playboy's Instagram. Together I love, I love now. those, those retro images.
0: I love those retro images. I think
1: that the first image though that you see is the village people.
0: If oh if you go if you go back uh, in time and look at some title cards, I did a great one with a Playboy cover. You did. It's really fun
1: I do not disagree In <laughs> fact I would say That might be worth Putting on our uh, page this, this time around Yeah maybe I'll do that Maybe you should uh, some, did, did that become a shirt?
0: Um, someone I, said they wanted it As a shirt But I don't
1: think it I don't, Maybe I did I, I don't remember I feel like it was a shirt At some point Okay I don't know I don't want to get Into an argument with you I don't know. Anyway Dave's I just either. Broken out open an orange And I know what that means It means it's time to go Thanks so much Bye
0: Bye everyone My mouth is full